Hi, everybody. I'm here with Emma Gordon, who's, what's your, well, she's, we're talk, going to talk about Manchester, but what's your title? Uh, senior Marketing Manager. Okay. So we're going to talk about Manchester because we're here at Destination Britain, North America in San Francisco, and this is Insider Travel Report. Emma, thanks for talking to us. So let's pick up where we left off. Mm -hmm. What's, uh, there's, first of all, there's always something going on in Manchester. What's new? Uh, I think I suppose starting first with accommodation. We've got a huge amount of new accommodations. So by uh, by the time we get to sort of the middle of uh, 2024, so from 2022, uh, we'll have had 4,000 new bedrooms open. So huge amount of new bedrooms. So absolutely, we need a everybody. Lot of, a lot of a lot of football uh, fans. Those, yeah, and get uh, yeah lots of football fans, but also obviously lots of other things to do yeah, in Manchester yeah. as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, some great properties within that. So we've got a new um, Treehouse Manchester opening. Um, we've got the new uh, Molly's Motel and Diner, so it's part of the Soho House um, group. Um, we've also got something um, on a much smaller scale, but really quirky. Um, so at the Science and Industry Museum, the old um, station agent's house. So it's a listed building, it's back from 1808. Um, they've just announced they're going to open that up as accommodation. So it's a, on a very small scale, it can house up to eight people. But it's really quick, you know, something really cool. unique, somewhere somewhere very different that people could stay. Right, right, right. Well, that's what we want. We want unique. Yeah. What else? Yeah, absolutely. Um, on another side of things, then going from the much smaller scale to a much larger scale, um, we've just had uh, Manchester City Football Club have just announced that they are um, developing their north stand, so they're increasing their capacity but they're also going to be um, building a new 400-bed hotel. So we go from one extreme to the other. Right, but right. yeah, <laughs> that will be um, a big hotel for Manchester, 400 bedrooms. They're also going to be building some new attractions out there. So right. there'll be a football attraction. They're looking at a different attraction as well there. Um, and then just across the way from um, the Etihad Stadium, so the home of Manchester City Football Club, you've got the new um, arena. So Co-op Live, it's our huge new um, indoor arena. It will be um, music and um, sport. It will be um, the biggest indoor arena in the UK. Um, it will also be the greenest uh, indoor arena. So it's fantastic. Everything about it is sustainable from the solar panels on the roof to the, the rainwater being collected to use for the uh, flushing the water in the toilets. And so absolutely everything That's has been thought great. about. So um, that opens in April and they've announced some of the first um, acts there. So, um, so yeah, really exciting. And really accessible too, because we, that's another mandate of, of the whole, uh, you know, uh, visit Britain, that things are accessible. So yeah, these. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even with, you know, with Manchester City, people think, I suppose, sometimes that with the tours, because their stadiums with lots of stairs and things absolutely it's fully accessible to be able to do the tours so yeah yeah what else um, we've just had uh, the Manchester International Festival this year um, so it's our biannual festival um, so we had it July this year but it was for the first time it was in its new home which is um, Aviva Studios so it's the home of Factory International so right. our brand new arts and culture centre 186 million pound um, venue so it's just open for the um, for the festival it's now closed while it gets ready for its official launch which will be in October this year and it will open with um, a brand new production so Free Your Mind which is by Danny Boyle um, so really exciting and then again to see lots of the different productions that will come forward through there really really exciting so uh, Manchester's known for music and entertainment what's coming up yeah we've got a brand new uh, music festival so beyond the music um, it's a festival this October it launches um, and it's a festival and a conference in one so they'll um, discuss basically all about the sort of the global music industry but we have our, um, our home homegrown band New Order um, lots of people will obviously know New Order um, as well as then lots of um, smaller new upcoming bands so there's a huge amount of gigs and live music to be enjoyed in the city for that time Food and beverage. 
food and beverage. Everybody needs some uh, some food and beverage. So, um, in the city, it's just constantly constantly new new things come in um a big thing thing at the moment in the uk is food halls so yes. um we you can have, go around and try different things so it, it's great because there's the sort of the communal seating so it's really nice you know you could meet locals when you come over because you can sit and enjoy conversations with people um, and yeah you've got the different vendors around the room so you can pick and choose what you want so we have some food halls already um in the city we've just had um a huge new food hall open so it's called diecast um, it's in an old metals factory that's been converted. Um, yeah, it has um, a capacity for 5,000, so it's huge. But it's, it also has um, a night uh, market in there. It's got entertainment options in the evenings. So, um, but then over the next uh, sort of six months, we've got another three food halls opening. So, yeah, it's definitely a, a thing in the UK at the moment and definitely a thing in Manchester as well. But there was also a demand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it is. I think people enjoy that sort of that more casual sort of dining and you get the option to, to pick, you know, from different, try different food vendors. And um, it also gives smaller food vendors the opportunity to get in front of people as well and get in front of visitors. Sports. Let's talk about sports. Sorry. So I, I touched on um, Manchester City and the developments that they have. Um, Obviously, I, I can't talk about Manchester City without obviously mentioning that they are the treble champions. Yes. So, um, hugely successful year that they, they. So they won the uh, English Premier League. They won the UEFA Champions Cup and the FA Cup. So it's only been done once before in the UK, um, which was um, by Manchester United. Mm -hmm. And now Manchester City have also won it. So yeah, hugely successful club at the moment. They, they are riding high. Um, and it's a great tour that you can do there, the behind the scenes tour. Likewise, Manchester United also have a great behind-the-scenes tour, so it's really good to be able to go in and see, you know, see the players' dressing rooms, see, come down the tunnel to the roar of the crowd, and uh, yeah, really exciting. Okay, so so now arts and culture. Yep, absolutely. Um, we have a wealth of arts and culture within the city centre um, and across Greater Manchester. Um, one of our, um, our, I suppose, our key. Key icons of the city is Manchester Town Hall. Um, now, we've been waiting a few years for this to open and we still have a couple more years, unfortunately, to wait, but it will be fantastic when it reopens. So they're, they're lovingly restoring it at the moment. When it opens, it will have much more of a visitor offering. So um, you'll be able to go in, you'll be able to see the old Victorian police cells into the courtyard. And it's a building that has been used for lots of films in the past. So um, particularly as the Houses of Parliament, so it was um, filmed for the Iron Lady. Okay. Um, lots of other films very sort of um harry potter-esque so um yeah beautiful building but it'll be great that we'll have much more of a visitor offering when it opens sadly has been pushed back to um early 2026 but you never know we might be able to get it earlier right. you want, do you want to talk about manchester museum um yeah sure um so manchester museum um a huge museum for the city and um, it's just undergone um, a renovation um, and it opened this February with um, a new exhibition which was the um, Golden Mummies of Egypt exhibition that we've got through till uh, this December but it's an amazing building absolutely stunning building so even for the building just alone it's fantastic but then it has a huge huge array of collections in there and um, really worth a visit. Is there anything else? <laughs> um, absolutely. The other thing that we have, I suppose, that's um, hot off the press is that we have um, a new visitor Manchester pass. So um, in terms of as a city pass, so obviously... Is it commissionable? Yes, absolutely, yeah. So um, 
really good. Um, it will be um, a one, two or three day pass. We're just coming to the final stages of um, all the details. So we'll be able to, um, to let you know, obviously, once we um, officially launch it. Um, but lots of the attractions in Manchester and surrounding area will be included. But that reminds me, travel advisors should know how many days to comfortably cover Manchester. Yeah, absolutely. I get two passes. <laughs> get, get two passes. For six days. Yeah. What do you What do you think? Yeah, I'd I'd say I think you you should look to spend sort of two to three days in Manchester. Um, I think a lot of people will use it as a either a starting point. Yes, so absolutely, fly into the city. We've got the non-stop flights from across the US and Canada. Um, be able to come in, explore the city, and then use it either as a starting point to travel around, whether that's across to North Wales, whether it's up through the north of England, so to the absolutely. Lake District, Chester, Liverpool, York. Absolutely. Um, even up to sort of the northeast, up to Durham, so areas that people perhaps a little bit undiscovered. Right. Um, or it's great also to use as a, as a hub and spoke destination, so you can base yourselves in the city. Mm -hmm. As I said, we've got a wealth of accommodation, but we've also got lots of um, day trips available, so you can you know you can base yourself, explore the city, enjoy the evenings, enjoy the you know the fantastic restaurants we have, but then also you can do day trips across to North Wales, down to the Peak District, up to the Lake District. Um, so yeah, absolutely, lots on offer. A great city with a lot of character, but not crowded like London. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's that thing, isn't it, that you can um, you can really explore Manchester, but you can pop into the pub and yes. you'd you'd get to chat to a local. Yeah. You, you know, you'd be sat with somebody probably from Manchester that you can chat and, you know, get to uh, get to really meet the locals that way as well. Did we cover everything? I Feel good? So. Okay. Yeah, so. All right, so travel advisors, please, uh, what, what you just heard is really the summary. You gave a good summary, the fact that you, you, it could be a destination or it could be a, a hub. Uh -huh. uh, so... Please think of Manchester, and uh, Emma, thanks for talking to me. You're welcome. Thank you. This is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.